0: Hey there, everybody! Welcome to the Genre Distraction Podcast. I'm Court,
1: and I'm Brad. Now, if you haven't listened to us before, we've been podcasting together for about ten years now. If you're a Sons of Anarchy fan, you might have listened to our old Watchers of Anarchy cast. We had a whole bunch of people listening to that thing.
0: Saturday Night Church.
1: Definitely, that was a lot of fun. Uh, Also, very long episodes at that point in time. (laughs) Nothing like you know a four-hour episode for a one-hour show. Anyhow, also, we won't be that long on this one. We have everything narrowed down to about 30, 40 minutes or so.
0: Down to the science, guys.
1: Also, we have a Brad and Court talk podcast over at purefandom.com. We have been covering things over there, like uh, from sci-fi, like Twelve Monkeys, Van, Van Helsing, Winona Earp, Krypton, The Magicians, and much more.
0: And incorporated—that's still a very popular one.
1: Which is weird because that show's <laughs> been off for like three years now, but yet people still watch yeah. it. I'm, I don't. It was good. I wonder where that's popping up at. It's just—I uh, don't know. Did it finally just get overseas or something? Who knows?
0: Oh no, it's been overseas for sure, and it's, it's like popular so. I'm down with it. I liked it. It was a good show. So uh, Brad Sprite, we have been podcasting with Pure Fandom for quite a while. And if you're watching Freeform Siren and Sci Fi's Magicians, which came back last week, make sure you check out our weekly Brad and Court Talk reviews on SoundCloud and iTunes. Uh, we do recaps every week on the different episodes. And like this week was insane and amazing. So yes. if you've seen the episodes, go ahead and check out the podcast so you can hear us chat about it. And let us know what you're thinking about the episodes as well. Also, we recently interviewed siren actress Tammy Gillis. Be sure to check that one out over at Pure Fandom as well.
1: Yeah, she's the uh detective Marissa. So D-
0: yes. Yeah. yeah. And she was in Battlestar Galactica.
1: Yes, she was. She was a bit, we had to talk about Battlestar Galactica. It was Yeah, we awesome. too.
0: We're obsessed.
1: Yes. And she was obsessed with that also because she uh auditioned like twenty five times or something like that. Yes, uh, she did. She did. You're gonna have to listen and hear about her part that she got. It's it's amazing. It's awesome.
0: Definitely. So Brad, do you want to let the good people know how they can reach us?
1: Well, you can find me on Twitter. I'm Brad ZB and she's Gen Dev. She talks a little bit more than I do. I get on there occasionally. Um, yeah. So I'm, my Twitter is off and on sometimes. It just depends on how I'm feeling. You can also email us at 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 gmail.com.
0: Absolutely. All right. So this week's episode was episode three. That never should have happened to you. Brett makes a deal with Sykes and Richards to stay with Amy at Project Noah as they begin testing the virus on her. Then he forms an alliance when he discovers the truth about the state of the inmates and 4B. Mm-hmm. Babcock sheds light on her past. The episode was directed by Jason Ensler.
1: Okay, so, so mm-hmm. go ahead. that never should have happened to who?
0: Oh, there's a couple <laughs> of different things going in here because we have the flashbacks that we see throughout the episode where we see some past traumas that happened to Shauna. Mm-hmm. I guess that led her to where she is, has landed. Um, Amy being experimenting on, like against her will. Right. Uh, that never should have happened to you. Also, we have Brad, his old friend Richards, had him sitting beside a, another sick child when he knew what Brad went through before.
1: Right. Yeah. There's I a lot it. of yeah.
0: the, that shouldn't have happened to you.
1: Yeah, a lot of stuff there. Now, we did start off the episode with a flashback, which is always great. Well, I think the show's going to have a lot of flashbacks, which is kind of cool.
0: I'm down with that. It's only 10 episodes, so we get a lot of good background, but they make it work. It's not just flashbacks for the sake of flashbacks.
1: No, because this one actually went on and panned out through the rest of the episode because it was you know Project Noah seven months ago, where we have a whole bunch of douches that are escorting Shauna around, and Clark shows up. And kind of knocks those guys down because, you know, they were just having fun. And, you know, Clark, with a gun to your head, he goes, I'm just having fun. You want to have fun? And I kind of kind of liked him for that moment in time there.
0: Yeah, I go back and forth with Richards. It, 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 I guess it's the fact – well, no, he's still a douche because he sent bread after a kid.
1: Well, I think he's, he's more or less doing his job, but he's also like – these are people – I mean – he does take up for Shauna because she is uh, technically under his custody, his care. Something happens yeah. to her. He's, you know, to deal with it. And these guys are just being idiots.
0: Yeah. And not even that. Like, he, he's actually he's a good guy in that moment. It's a, beyond the whole thing where it's his responsibility for her personal safety. Like, he, you see these guys attacking this girl who mm-hmm. who's in a like a not in a position they're in a position of power to her. Right. Like She's already a prisoner and she's at their mercy. So, like, I, I just, I appreciated Richard's a little bit more for, for the scenes um, and how he acted with the flashbacks here and then how he acts later, even though he's been ma- being manipulated by Shauna.
1: Right. But even in this flashback, he still lies to her because she's like, something bad is going to happen inside, right? And he's like, no, nah, you'll be good.
0: Yeah, that was a part of the project, though.
1: Yeah. Well, well, he also knew that things were going to go out well, so. Hmm. Right. Um, what did we also have? We had Brad and Amy showing up who have a plan. Amy's watching everything, listening to everything, and not panicking. Yes.
0: And I was a little worried for her for a moment when we found out that she was not cooperating, which was fine. But when she gave that little smile after she asked for the agent, mm-hmm. uh, you, you knew what she was up to. Like she was making sure that she got Brad by her side. Because they, they could have easily have killed him.
1: Right. Or, yeah, kicked him out. But no, she has plans. She's throwing a fit. She's going to make it easy. Yeah, I don't
0: think they would have kicked him out, though, because they've already had him declared legally dead. Oh, yeah.
1: That's always a bad sign when you're declared legally dead. Yeah, not a good thing. It doesn't usually end well for you after that. Right. But Amy was going to have none of that. She wanted him there, so it worked out.
0: Absolutely. Uh, We also have that meeting. I guess they had a lot of fallout. It was the, the first actual death uh, during the three years of the project, the first kill by one of uh, the virals uh, from last week when uh, Shauna killed Simmons. Right. And she she was justified. He was, he again, a douche. Was he one of the, he wasn't one of the guards who had attacked her before, right? Uh,
1: no, he wasn't, but he was the one who was always antagonizing her by, like, knocking on her uh, door and everything on her door, her window, her cage. Yeah. And he was doing all that other stuff. And I loved it when, in fact, that they asked um, Gray, or Lawrence Gray, that was his name, you know mm-hmm. why did he do that? And he's like he's a dick. <laughs> I was like, yeah, that's pretty was. much the answer right there. That's all yeah. you really needed to know, and that's yeah. why it happened.
0: Yeah, I did not feel bad at all when Simmons got got by by Shauna last week.
1: No, not at all. I don't think anybody else did either. But I also got a weird vibe that no one was really worried that this might have been a revenge thing, and because they're all animals. I mean, even animals know the difference between a guy being an idiot and one that's not.
0: Yeah, and a few of them did question it, but yeah, they they just went along with it that, no, this is just, this is fine. But Richard said you treat it like it was an animal. When an animal kills in a zoo, you have to put it down because it it had that taste of human blood.
1: And she's a security issue. So, yeah, it made sense to me in that point, too. He's in charge of security. She's a security issue. You got to do what you got to do.
0: And I think also he, he's worried. He's a little worried about the fact that she's been invading his dreams. So if he takes care of this part of the issue and gets rid of her, he doesn't have to worry about um, the fact that he's been breached.
1: Well, Jonas also brought up the fact that everybody was having nightmares and they're like, yeah, you know, it's a stressful job. Everybody's just kind of like sugarcoating this whole thing.
0: Right. And I, I loved what Gray said um at one point in time when they were all talking and he was talking about how Simmons had belonged to Shauna and how Gray belongs to Fanning. Like that wording was so awkward and weird. I love that Jonas caught on to it. Right. And the fact that everybody well, except for that one guy has been hasn't been having dreams. Like something's weird about him too.
1: See, I don't even trust that. I think everybody lying. They're all having them they're like, I'm not gonna say anything.
0: Yeah, they have to be, because Brad has only been there for less than a day, and at the end of the episode, we see he's starting to have the dreams, too.
1: Well, Brad also, at the end of the episode, you got to remember, he went down there and saw Tim for the first time.
0: Right, so like the other scientists, they have all had to have some kind of contact with Tim at some point in time.
1: Right, so this is why Brad was having the dreams, because he ran into him. He had been seen eye to eye, which gave Tim the power to jump into his dreams. I think without that, being able to see somebody, like Tim can't do that.
0: Well, I'm saying that, and he can do it. He's a powerful telepath. He was able to do it with, um, was it Anthony?
1: Right, but...
0: Anthony. But only after his blood was introduced into Anthony's system, right. like the minute that Amy um, was infected with the virus, he knew. Yes. And, and Gray, like Gray, they have this connection, this weird connection. And he's like, what are you going to do to her? I was like, oh, my God, Amy.
1: Well, that's why I mean with Brad is the fact that until he actually saw Tim or would have seen Shauna or somebody else, that's only when they can get a hold of him. And, you know, the once they know you exist is when they can jump into your mind. That's Right, what except I for that.
0: the whole the point with with Anthony, like he was able to actually yeah. make that mental bridge, that connection with Anthony.
1: Right. Yeah. Unless you already have, you're infected, basically.
0: Right. Right.
1: With the not vampire juice.
0: But he hasn't gotten to Amy yet.
1: No. Well, I. It, you know that's coming. It's just one of those things because she just got there, so everybody knows about it. Right. Yeah. Ah, it's mm, it's gonna be good.
0: All right, so that moment when it's feeding time and all the other virals are, you know, having their share of blood except for Shauna and, and Fanny.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And Jonas is like, hmm, they're not eating. They got to be talking.
1: Yeah. Who doesn't who, – what do you do when you're not eating at the dinner table? Oh, you're talking. Two mm-hmm. and two together and all this. Now, this is the other thing that really made me go, okay, so we're in this government facility, right? And we have not vampires downstairs that are very dangerous. And we decided we're going to terminate one of them. Um, Shouldn't we just go ahead and do that now instead of pawning that off for about eight hours?
0: Yeah. (laughs) But but maybe they're trying to do it humanely.
1: No, no, no. We see this. They're doing it with lights. They're burning them alive. It's not a humane thing. There's, you know, Uh, a couple other options you could probably go to. They're just showing us that the lights will hurt them. I mean, (sighs) I know. It's a, it's a plot device. That's what it is. But I'm just, yeah. yeah.
0: I mean, you knew that he wasn't going to kill her. I, well. They had, you knew he wasn't going to do it. They had to let it play out with the flashbacks so that she could gain his sympathy.
1: Well, that's what Tim was telling her, too. I mean, use um, Clark there. I mean, do what he has to do.
0: Right, because he tells her, you're a key part of my plan. You're a key member of the team. It's like, oh, the team. Mm. Ooh, okay. Like, who else is on this team?
1: I think it everybody
0: can't
1: be else. Anthony. I don't. Anthony well, has you know,
0: I, I don't know if it's everybody else. I feel like some of the older, older versions or older editions of the virals, besides Fanning, like I don't think they're as smart or as powerful as Shauna or Fanning.
1: Well, I don't know. I just that don't think sense. we've introduced them to us yet. I don't. When I mean, we were three episodes in, I don't know if they want to throw all that at us at one shot.
0: Well, it's just true.
1: I mean, they could slowly. Add in some more care, add, add in the rest of the not vampires as we go along.
0: Yeah, because Le- Le- Layla, Lila, mm-hmm. she she's um, she went to that report and she said, what, there were nine or 12 missing?
1: There were 12. Yeah. Okay. Because, yeah, she did that.
0: Oh, okay. And so uh, we don't know that anybody's actually died.
1: I think they didn't mention that they did have a death or something like that happened, but we know there's only... We've only seen like six or seven uh, cages that they have people in, but those yeah. actually kind of move too because it doesn't make sense. Because they had the ones with the glass wall that they stand behind that mm-hmm. we've seen, and then they have like the jail cell that you know, Shauna was in last week when she killed Simmons. Mm-hmm. So it's there's a couple different areas where they could be. I mean, I just showing it that way shows that they can move them around so we can add more and stuff like that. But oh, we we need to talk about. Shauna talking to Clark in his dreams, mm-hmm. and telling her story of you know we get the flashback of her doing uh, special effects right. makeup, and
0: it wasn't even dreams like he was even either daydreaming or she was doing that whole mind walking thing in the light of day because he was standing there getting coffee the first time she made that push right. where she was giving him her memories.
1: Yeah, and she's just standing there, <laughs> and that's where we find out about her you know, um, wanting to do special effects makeup and
0: yes. her mom And the fact that she is a movie file Zombies uh-huh. Yep, <laughs>
1: And her uh, mom saying that she was becoming a horror show and that's right off the bat where we find out about um, stepfather Danny or boyfriend Danny or whoever he was the mom is a mm-hmm. really big douche. Huge Huge. And right and then I'm never. like yeah, th- I bet that's who she ended up killing at some point in time You had to wonder Yeah and well,
0: at first I wasn't I wasn't sure because we had that other scene where she was at the bar with her friends and like she she oh that's why she did it because the guy was pushing up on her friend right. and she reacted way more violently than a lot of people usually would. She broke the bar the the bottle the beer bottle and like she she actually cut the dude and pushed him away. Whereas a lot of people would would have just gotten it in his face, but she was like she got that beer bottle and she defended her friend with that and then she stole some money. So she was already a knife's edge away Yeah, because something.
1: Yeah, the other guy was like grabbing her friend by the throat and that's when she just said, nope, I'm done. Come on, we are do that. And, you know, broke the bottle and stabbed him and stuff. And I almost thought that she was going to kill him at that point in time, but Me too. that didn't happen. It's like,
0: oh, so that's why you ended up there. Nope.
1: And it wasn't until later that we find out that all the money that Shauna was still wearing away so she could get out of there and go to school and all that stuff was uh, uh, taken by Danny.
0: I knew that was gonna happen. Like her hiding place was not secure at all.
1: No, but you know, I think she'd been doing that for a while and he went in there. Yeah. It was just one of those things, and then we find out as she's confessing to her mother that Danny is a rapist, right? Shocker. And then mom goes, You knew about it the whole time, you know? Mm-hmm. She's like, mm, you could said no, like, uh oh. and that's a good reason to kill her right there off the bat, and she stabbed yeah, her and- mom.
0: I- I don't even think she realized what she did in that moment. What? Like, what she, what she did was maybe a mentally defensive move against her mother. Like you knew this was happening to me all this time and you did nothing. Right. And like, she stabbed her like in a moment of insanity. And then she went after Danny because, Hey, he's been hurting her all this time. And oh, yeah. he took her money.
1: Yeah, exactly. Cause you know, I mean, it's a good reason why she would do it after that. She's like, I'm going to go kill Danny now. But Danny, even, even if she decided, Oh my God, what did I do? I, I killed my mother. Danny would have came in there and probably killed her.
0: Right. So they did a really good job of showing you that she's not this monster. Like, sure, she's a viral and she drinks blood now, but she she has layers. She has her own personal demons, something that drove her to kill.
1: And I think we're going to see that with the rest of them too. All the death row inmates that they're all there because you know well, Anthony is going to have a story at some point in time because he's too important to everything. So I think we're going to see that backstory. Mm -hmm. but then again i think we're also gonna maybe find one of them that's like oh yeah i killed everybody and liked it
0: (laughs) just oh yeah there's gotta be one yeah because
1: there's always those people
0: (laughs) yeah you just made me think of steve bushimi's character in con air
1: oh god yes (laughs) (laughs) i haven't seen that movie in years
0: yeah but yeah All right. So Shauna has pushed these flashbacks at Richard's and like he, he has no idea what's happening to him at one point in time. He, he does pull Brad aside because Brad has been one of the people that's been collecting the death row inmates. And so Brad would know more about their past than Richard's himself knows at this point. I'm not Mm -hmm. sure why, but okay. Oh, I know
1: why, (laughs) because he has to sell them on it. So he's going back, he's finding out about everybody else, you know, in the past. Uh,
0: Okay, and so riches only need to know about them at the point when they reach the actual facility, right? For security, yeah. Brad
1: has to sell it to him. It's like, okay, you you're in jail for this. We know you're going to die. You have these qualifications, all this stuff. You know, we can come help you. You can come do this stuff for us, and have an option. I mean, he he needs to know the background of who to talk to, also, because when he got everybody, everybody just kind of disappeared. No one was saying a word about anything,
0: right? Okay, no, that totally makes sense. Because I was like, wait a minute, why wouldn't Richards know background on these guys too? But he don't he only really needs to know background on them as much as once they enter the door right. and what kind of security risk they might be after they're already in their cells. Right. Like at the yeah, at the compound. Yeah. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah, Brad, So he goes to uh
1: uh-huh. Bread's basically a cleaner, sorta. Yeah. When he picks everybody up.
0: Gotcha. So, yeah. So Richard goes to Brad because he, he wants to confirm whether or not the things that he's been seeing, the visions that he's been getting, if that has any basis in reality. And Brad kind of confirms like, so, yeah, she was abused by her stepfather. And I don't think he says um, that she killed her, killed them both, but he kind of confirms just the different things that were seen. So, yeah, that was cool. That was interesting. And I, and I like how it adds, again, those layers to Shauna's character and then Richard's too, because he's he's not that completely 100% bad guy that I want him to be, because I, I hate the fact that he shot Brad. Yeah. I hate that he sent Brad after this little girl, and I hate the fact that he did this knowing what Brad's been through in the past, but... Like you said earlier, like he's on mission. He has he he knows what his duty is. He's got that that clock ticking about the bird flu or whatever their their end game is for this um, the the virus and the cure cure all.
1: Mm -hmm. So yeah, he's got he's you know dedicated to his job. He knows what's going on. He knows there's boundaries that they must push, but he also knows the bigger picture of why they're doing it. Mm -hmm. So it's one of those yeah across moral lines and stuff like that, but I'm doing it, you know, the needs of the many outweigh the needs of the few thing. Yeah. Right. I'm going with like, that.
0: I, I just hope he doesn't get completely compromised by Shauna.
1: I don't know. That that's, that'll be interesting.
0: I mean, it seems like that's good. What's going to happen, but I, I hope he's able to fight it. Yeah. Uh,
1: we talked about Brad going down to see Tim. Now we got to talk about how Brad got down to see Tim.
0: Yes. Because we are. We talked about um, the moment when Amy was introduced to the virus fanning knew he knew the moment that it happened and that she was there and gray said what are you going to do to her and so i'm not sure what's happening with gray either we know he's having these dreams and that he belongs to fanning but like what does that mean like what would he do so what did he do brad
1: well he lost a flashlight that's what he did because brad was stealing supplies from the cart like when they came in to give amy the shot
0: Why don't they have cameras in those rooms?
1: That's what I was wondering. He's doing all this stuff. I'm like, seriously, dude, there's not a camera anywhere? You're like stealing all the stuff out of there. And Amy's watching the key code every time it gets entered until she can get that right. Mm -hmm. So they go through all this stuff. They figure out the key code. They figure out the the flashlight. And I'm like, why is he getting a flashlight? We find out he shines that into the cameras so they can't see who it is, even though they're like, hey, look, somebody's shining a a flashlight in the camera. And even Amy going out to go to the bathroom was enough to get outside, so you know Brad could talk to Anthony, which we mm-hmm. had that nice little connection between Anthony and and uh, Amy as she came back, and she's writing him a high letter underneath the door and everything, which was really that cute. was sweet. Mm-hmm. She's got a new friend, which I'm curious to how that's going to go on later on, because you know Anthony doesn't seem all that fond of Tim at the moment, but
0: understandable and I told you my hopes are high for Anthony right. even though yeah you reminded me Courtney he's on death row he said he murdered a bunch of people but as we saw with Shauna extenuating circumstances yeah.
1: yeah we don't know why we don't know what he did It's uh, until we find out what he did I mean it's still out there on stuff I mean he could be a bad guy he maybe not who knows right. could have killed people in prison people in prison kill people and they go to death row for that too True. So there, yeah, a lot of stuff um, of course, people also do really bad things and go to prison for reasons, too. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so when that's when Brad got out and went down to talk to Tim, which was when Jonas shows up, too. And Jonas clears, says, uh, you know, I, I have this all cleared off. Uh, no cameras down here, so no one's going to know you're here. And he basically tells Brad what's going on.
0: As, as they all should have.
1: I think so, too. And that's when Brad tells Jonas that, you know, Tim is coming for Amy and Brad's like, uh, I mean, Jonas is like, uh, weird. Okay.
0: Yeah. Cause Gray Great. Told Brad, right? Like he's coming for you. You need to get her out of here.
1: Mm-hmm. Now, Lila was also, Yay! she's, uh, you know, trying to blow the lid off all the death row inmates and calling up everybody and they're all hanging up on her and everything else
0: it seems like she's being really blatant about it. And I'm like really worried about her. But then we saw the other thing that happened.
1: Yeah. Well, she talked to a news reporter.
0: Not just that. Oh, the other thing. she went back and Lacy <laughs> was alive. alive. I was alive. Yes, I, I knew it.
1: I had it oh. really hard that she was going to still be alive. But no, Lacey is hardcore because she's not taking any pain meds. So it doesn't dilute her anger at the people who shot her. I
0: love, <laughs> I love her. I was
1: like, yes, you go. Uh, I just love it. And journalist calls back, but I'm not counting on that journalist to still be alive next episode.
0: Like, I don't trust anybody at this point. No, I don't. Like, because it's this shadow group, and you would think that they have moles all over the place. Like, they, you've seen movies where if, if some phrase gets mentioned or pops up or a search pops up somewhere, and, like, L- 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 Layla, Lila is calling all these different prisons, and she's being, like, really right. open about it. Like, anybody could have called, like, whoever the contact is that let Brad in in the first place could have called project noah to let them know hey you got somebody checking into you guys hey
1: this is her name brad could have said that if anybody calls in about these people you need to call this number right away and let us know exactly. just go ahead and say they died here it's fine if there's any more follow-ups just let us know if anybody calls try to get a name and number who it is give them a call back you know we'll take care of it from there okay thanks bye
0: Right, and like the one, the one lady who was feeling guilty (air quotes) about what happened to Shauna, she could have been feeling guilty. I don't know, but I, I got worried that okay, Lila was going to go meet with her, and then something was going to happen. But thankfully, it didn't. She just confirmed that the girl had been alive um, when she left the, the prison.
1: Right. Yeah, we need to meet in the she back had to die alley there. Meet, need to meet in the back alley behind the uh, other place in the dark at midnight. It'll be fine. Come alone. <laughs>
0: Okay, she's going to bring Lacey. <laughs> yes. Lacey's going to do it all. Yeah.
1: Lacey, yeah. Lacey's, Lacey's my hero. I love her. Me too. We, we haven't even met her that long and she's just like, mm.
0: One episode was enough for, uh, for us to know that she's badass and she needs to stay alive forever.
1: I, I just loved her. You know, Lila's like, are you really cleaning your guns? And said, nope, not taking pain meds. I don't want to dilute my <laughs> anger for the people who shot me. I'm just, <laughs> I could see that. Okay. So I think we got everything. Did you have anything else on this episode? I have one thing on this episode.
0: All right. Go with your one thing. I'm checking my list. This
1: is the uh, things that Brad sees again. So when Brad and – when I say Brad, I mean me, not Brad on TV. Um, When Brad tells Amy that he's going to check for monsters underneath the bed after he comes back, and says, you know, there's no monsters under the bed, which were there were a whole bunch of monsters right underneath our bed. He says that he is going to uh, check the closet to see if there's anything in there. When he opens the closet, there's a unicorn on the floor. Are you serious? That same big uh, stuffed unicorn that she had is in the closet.
0: Are you serious?
1: I am serious. I went back and watched it twice. It's totally there.
0: Okay. Because, no, they took the car with them. That's I know,
1: but there is a unicorn in the closet. Go back and watch that scene when he opens the closet and looks around. There is that unicorn in the closet.
0: Well, she did say, you owe me a unicorn. I
1: know, and I think he got it back somehow. I don't know. I have no idea when. but, you know, I, for those of you who don't know, I have a 70-inch TV. I got up really close and looked. It's right there. Pause, <laughs> zoom, it's right there. It's a unicorn. So those are things that Brad sees.
0: Brad sees all, you guys. <laughs> all right, I have a couple of things. Okay. I I love the fact that he checked the room for her and had that whole bedtime time. Like, routine. Like, again, he was such a good dad. You can see that. And I love his whole relationship with Amy. Like, when um, Amy finally got him back by her side, he went to her with that that hug. Their their closeness, it just, oh, my God, my heart. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. Um, I'm really pissed that they chipped her like she was a puppy. And she yeah. knew exactly why they did it. She's like, just, well, when you get me out of here, they want to be able to track me. Because they know, they know we're getting out of here.
1: Oh, exactly. You have to know. Because... You know, she's with him and he's the one person they didn't want to go off the reservation.
0: Right. All right. And we we talked about this a little bit earlier about Fanning being aware of almost everything and everyone in the compound. That moment when Amy did say she said she felt like someone was watching her. And I guess that's when um Brad did the whole the check for monsters. Mm-hmm. But this monster's unseen for right now. And um when when Gray was telling him what does fan want? And Gray was like everything. Like that was so cool. I love this show.
1: Yeah, it's really good. I'm really liking it. All right. So what else did we have? Nothing else on this show. What's going on on TV?
0: Oh, man, there's a lot happening on TV or off of TV. So I had a couple of things I wanted to bring up, uh, some things I've been watching. We talked about The Magicians earlier. We've been covering that over at Pure Fandom. Go and check that out. the the recap if you haven't seen the show watch it on netflix they have the first three seasons there and the fourth season just started and they got renewed for season five so if you are one of those people who who was like well i won't watch it until it's been renewed it's been renewed go watch it it's really amazing um siren uh this is their second season i I think it's going to be even better than the first and that's saying a lot because um the first season was really really tight it was good uh, so I've been watching. Um, I binge DC Titans. I really enjoyed that. Um, I watched Hulu's Runaways, the second season. I thought that was really well done. Mm-hmm. I'm almost finished with Netflix's The Punisher. Uh, I think I have three more episodes to go for the second season. I was going to say third season, but they're probably going to cancel it, like they canceled Daredevil and everything else.
1: <laughs> yeah, there's that. I'm really,
0: I'm still sad. Yeah. <laughs> um discovery of witches i binged that uh it was eight episodes i think Mm -hmm. it's so true to the books and it was so good i think i might watch it again i've watched it two times already this is gonna be my third way my third run through on that one it's been really good if you haven't seen it yet brad don't forget i have my password Mm -hmm. you can watch it on it's on shutter okay Um, Also, Netflix has You. Uh, I didn't really get to watch all of it when it was on Lifetime, but I've been watching some of the episodes uh, and actually finished it this week. It was crazy. A lot of people seem to be taken in with the character Joe. Not me, because he played um, on Gossip Girl, and he wasn't my favorite character, so like that, yeah. But Penn Badgley is an amazing actor, so definitely Mm -hmm. check that show out. He plays this yeah, I can't. I don't want to spoil it for you, but yeah, he's he's an interesting guy, and you, you feel conflicted because of what you know he is and what he's going to do, but you still enjoy his character yep. despite the things he's doing. Which brings me to true crime. Uh, I'd been off a lot the l- last month, and I ended up watching a bunch of true crime stuff with a lot of different serial killers that 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 have been happening in the seventies and eighties, and. Um, I ended up watching the Ted Bundy tapes on Netflix. I'm not sure why anyone thinks this dude is a romantic figure or being romanticized. If you've watched a Netflix series, it was horrifying seeing all the things that he did and how easily he escaped from prison not once, not twice. I think it was, was it three times?
1: Yeah, it's something like that it's
0: crazy and like he kept escaping it was really insane and don't get me started about his attitude in court and how like the judge just let everything slide I mean he did show up late to court one day even though he was supposed to be in in police custody he just strolled up into the court and the judge was like hey I'm not on your timetable you're my timetable and like that was the biggest reprimand that he got for apparently escaping the jail and then showing up to the courtroom on his own Mm -hmm. like I don't he wasn't on bail he couldn't have been on bail uh Let me see. Um, Have you seen the trailer for this new Ted Bundy movie that they have coming out with Zac Efron?
1: I kind of did. You know, Ted Bundy's Ted Bundy. I mean, I've seen... We all know about his history and, you know, Uh horror and crime and stuff like that. And it's just one of those things because it really plays off because, you know, Ted Bundy was a creepy guy and all that. Mm -hmm. But, and he's... I mean, there's a lot of... I'm not the... I I was doing a true crime podcast, too, at one point in time, and there's a lot of creepy um, people out there (laughs) that Mm -hmm. are that actually, sadly enough, make Ted Bundy look like nobody. And I mean, he's confessed to 30 homicides and that was it. You know, that was his little thing. There are people out there who've done way, way more and are way more creepier. Like, uh, oh, yeah. Ronnie Akala, he was uh, this guy was actually on the dating game in the 70s.
0: Are you serious? Yeah, he was
1: on TV during his killing spree in the midst of one of his murder sprees. He was on a dating game. And he actually won the the date with the girl, but she didn't want to go out with him because he was kind of creepy. Now, this guy has like done rapes and murders and all that stuff, and he's basically, you know, victims are somewhere between eight to like hundred and thirty. <laughs> so there's Uh, true crimes are kind of weird in that factor of like there are uh, fascinating well oddly fascinating cases if you do the crime stuff but then there's those like serial killers who get stuck into like the higher profile things like Ted Bundy and you know Mm -hmm. and um Uh, Jeffrey Dahmer and some other people who did gruesome stuff and they got a lot of of notoriety, but there are other people who are so much worse than they are, they just didn't quite go the same route in the news. But yeah, so I could go on and on about that for a long time, but I won't do that. I do want to mention one show that I am watching on Netflix. It is totally amazing, though. Mm -hmm. And that is Kingdom. It just came out. It is, uh, if you don't do subtitles... It's not for you. This is a South Korean television series that is uh, zombie-based. Yeah, and it's very different. It kind of takes place in, I don't know, 1600s or something like that. I'm not really sure what the timetable is. It's like old-time Korea. And it is very interesting because it's in their medieval period, and it tells the story of the prince who becomes embroiled in a political conspiracy coup kind Mm -hmm. of take over and there's this mysterious plague going across the country and it's very interesting. I'm not going to spoil anything that happens on it because you just have to watch literally the first two episodes and you totally get it and you'll be like, Oh my God, this is amazing. But I'm definitely going to watch it. It is so great. And the subtitles are actually somewhat amusing sometimes because I'm pretty positive in like medieval Korea, like people did not run around going, golly. (laughs) So, It's good. I mean, it's awesome. And if you like zombies and like this, you should watch this. I mean, literally, it blows anything that has been on TV in a long time away. It makes The Walking Dead look like, you know, cartoon, basically. All
0: right. Uh, That's on my list now, so I'm definitely going to watch it. And people, don't be afraid of subtitles. Um, Some of the best movies and TV shows that I've seen lately, they either have subtitles or I may have listened to, um, like, the... The uh, the English track of right. the the episodes. I'm trying, I think I did that with dark. I am uh, probably I, like I didn't realize that I didn't think to turn on the subtitles, and it automatically went to the to the, um, the the soundtrack or what's it called?
1: Yeah, I know what you're talking about.
0: Yeah, it automatically went to that, and yes, it was a little disconcerting because the. The speaking didn't necessarily match up to the way their mouths were moving, but I got so pulled into the show itself that like it stopped being important to me. And by the time I even thought to bring up the subtitles, it was fine. I was already just going with what they had.
1: Yeah, I get hooked on Korean uh, movies because they're so awesome. They're so different. And they're, oh, yeah. they're so good. Also, if you yeah. watch Sense Eight, um, uh, Bay Donna Dona Bay Donna yes! is in it, and she was Son in Sense Eight, so she's in the show. So there you go.
0: Oh, I love her. So, yeah, I'm definitely going to watch that. And um, was it Last Train of Busan? The first time I ever saw that, I, it had no subtitles and it was in straight Korean. So, I had no idea what they were saying. Yep. But you didn't need to know because it was a zombie movie and people were running. So, th- yeah. that's all you need to know. Zombies on a train. Yeah, you there, didn't need to know too much of the language.
1: Yeah, there's literally nothing in Train of Busan that you actually need to know. <laughs> Just, yeah. You can watch it other than shut the door. That's pretty much, if you're in Korea. And you
0: figured that out.
1: Yeah, anywhere in Korea, you shut doors. That's all there is to it.
0: Yeah, shut it and lock it.
1: Okay. <laughs> well, we should probably wrap this up here. So what uh, else?
0: Okay. Um, just a couple more things. Mm-hmm. Uh, Vernal News. I'm still waiting on Roswell, but that just it just dropped its third episode. So they're probably waiting to see how it does rating-wise. But the CW apparently renewed most of its lineup for next season. It renewed The Flash, Arrow, Riverdale, Supernatural, Supergirl, Black Lightning. Yay! DC's Legends of Tomorrow. I have to start watching that again. Charmed, which I have been loving, and Legacies and and Dynasty. Uh, So fingers crossed for Roswell, New Mexico, and All-American. Brad, why didn't you tell me Channel Zero got canceled? Uh,
1: Because I think we were talking about something else at Dubai. Yeah. uh, Channel Zero got canceled, by the
0: way. Really sad. It was such a good show. Granted, I wasn't that into the last, last story they told, but the first three seasons were amazing.
1: Yeah, sci-fi is upsetting me for a little bit, but
0: Well, they renewed the Magicians and Winona, and I'm going to be satisfied for right now. Oh, and also Ben Helsing. So
1: yeah, yeah those are there. And guys.
0: we get Krypton back.
1: Yeah, I know they're still upsetting me. I'm not—I'm not very trustworthy on a few things, so I just haven't jumped straight into it yet. I'm just yeah. <laughs>
0: They, oh and you're getting your um child's play series
1: <laughs> i'm not trusting it i'm just, this is my problem i like child's play i love the i love the series i love the shows everything i'm just not trusting sci-fi with child's play i'm not holding <laughs> my breath on it
0: okay well they may give us two or three amazing seasons before they cancel it
1: uh, maybe we will see
0: all right that's all i got
1: All right. Well, that's all we got for now. We will be back uh, next week to talk about the next episode of The Passage, maybe throw out some other stuff that we're watching. And like I said, you can find us on the Twitters. You can email us, whatever you want to know. Let us know what you're watching, What you anything you want us to cover coming up. We'll do that too. We can do it here. We can do it up here, Phantom. We can do it wherever.
0: Absolutely. Oh, wow. So until next time, the next time you make a date with someone, Maybe check their basement first. Or no, don't go in their basement.
1: No, never go in the basement.